0: Writing is not a solitary process. You know, you don't change your tires yourself. You don't change your oil yourself. Why would you possibly think that you need to write a book by yourself? Well, a community of your peers can help you in many, many ways to write your book fast so it gets done and it gets done better. Stay tuned to today's episode and you'll find out how to build your own community so you get the best book possible. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I'm a book strategist, which means I'm a book which means I can help you write your book in a flash as a ghostwriter, book coach, or developmental editor. So let's get started. Our guest today is Marusha Murphy. She's created communities for over 20 years, so she knows all the ins and outs of how to make a community successful. Welcome, how are you today?
1: Hello, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Looking forward to it.
0: Oh, great. It's a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Now, Uh tell us, why is a community important?
1: Oh man, I love community because community, as you mentioned, it it isn't just um, a a space holder for people. It is a place where people who have the same interest or passion around something come together to do something because they have that same passion or interest around the thing. So, in terms of you know authors, right? As as you're designing a, a community for whatever it is that you're writing about whether it is on, you know, business development, personal development, um, you know, marketing strategies or whatever it looks like. What I find is that, um, your community can't wait to help you create your next book. Like they're excited to be in your book, whether it's by giving an idea, giving you feedback, giving you an opportunity to, um, to share them as a case study, right? Highlight them in your book. There's so much opportunity once you have a community in place to really help them spark more opportunities with books. Um, so I, I love community for that reason. And also just to, to be around colleagues and incredible humans that get you and you get them in a way that oftentimes when you're just speaking in an audience format, uh, you, you don't have that same energy around it, right? You don't have that deeper connection. As you would in groups.
0: Right. What is the ROI on a community?
1: Ah, great question. So you know, ROI in community is is a I call it the multipli- the multiplicity factor. There's so many pieces to community design. Oftentimes, people are like. People hanging out in the same room, how what is that? How do we measure ROI on that? Isn't it long term? The answer is yes, it is a very long-term uh, return on investments, return on your investment on your time, as well as your the resources, financial resources to put into the group. And the multiplicity effect of community is this. When you're, de- you're, you're deepening connection and relationship with others in a community, not only will you have those individuals in the community, there's probably gonna be like five, 10% of the community itself that's ready to raise their hand and have more of what you want to give them. But then on top of that, you have the know, like, and trust factor. That's a part of that multiplicitous effect. And, and that, just in that in and of itself, allows for other opportunities, uh, referrals to come your way, Right. Uh, and, and it's, it's not, uh, it's not uncommon. It's, it's very common for people who have built communities in the way in which I design community to, to see, you know, one person that comes in the community want to bring in three others who are like-minded, four others, five others, and all of those are part of that ROI. And um, that is built both in the short-term and that 5% that are ready to raise the hands right away, as well as that long-term impact of really partnering with people when the time is right for them to say yes to what it is that you're bringing to the table. But you're also building what I call um, the impact of community, right? It's what we're actually, we, we have, um, we're the, in, the, in the process of trademarking, uh, you know, return on community from the, st- from the stance of impact. You know, when someone chooses, when a visionary chooses to raise their voice, when an author chooses to raise their voice with their message in a powerful and an impactful way, you can't help but create influence. That's the power of books, right? It's creating influence. And so when we make that, that decision to do that, that is number one, that's the impact on our own lives to say yes to that, to our message. But then looking at them, the impact of those in your community that you're now shifting perspectives around um, you're helping them see something from a different way, which, as you and I know, can then impact even more people in their lives. If it's in the transformation space, if it's in just, I mean, gosh, even tweaking someone's ROI by 5% can make a massive impact on the back end uh, um, of their business, right? And who does that impact? Probably more jobs, more um, potentially contentment with family, you know meeting meeting and getting closer to life's goals and dreams, like there's so much impact that's created. so when I look at community, I see it as that as this, like multiple parts of how our our work and our choice to be in community uh, has an invest, has an, a return on that investment of time and finances.
0: That's a great perspective. What does it take to build a community so you can create those six-figure income streams?
1: Uh, great question. So there's two very clear types of communities. And I think this is important to pay attention to because oftentimes when we're building community, we just think, oh, I need a group of people. Let me just put a whole bunch of people in a Facebook group. Let me hit create group and ta-da, I have a community, Right. Managers, no. No. <laughs> you now have another thing to manage oftentimes, right? And it feels heavy and you're like, why? There's no engagement. How do, are we going to, what are we going to do here? So first thing I want to recognize is, is that there are two types of communities. And if we get really clear on what kind of community you're creating, that's your first win. So when I look at community, I'm paying attention to are we br- building a front end community, a community that's that's um, developing people who are interested in a topic? That then, when you look at your offers on the back end um, of being in that community, uh, it, you know you can sell them your programs, your products, your services, etc. So an example would be: let's say I'm a dog trainer. You're a dog trainer, right? We're we're dog trainers, and we have this dog training business. We've written the book about dog training. We're we're the experts in that space. If we were to create a more of like a lead generation community on the front end, it might be, you know, how to take care of your new puppy or new puppy lovers or new puppy owners. And it would be a group for people who are around this topic of new puppies right? Um, on how to care for a new puppy. That would be such a perfect lead generation community that we that now has a lot more intentionality and we can design out what happens in that community much more intentionally, strategically, so that we drive people over to your book. We drive people to those products and services that you offer. Um, and it is a much more seamless process. The other type of community is what we call our client retention communities, right? So these, the community designs in there are really to deepen the work with paid clients, paid students, you know, uh, customers, et cetera. And those are the people that we are, the, the intentionality in those types of communities is to deepen the work. Uh, potentially have them coming back for more, having coming, you know, let's say you have a core program, but you know that there's something else on the other side of that. Maybe you have a a larger program they can take a, a part of. And so how do we invite them into that opportunity? What is the process in which to do that? Now, now that you know that, right, it, it's, it makes so much sense to have them as separate types of communities. Oftentimes, people, when we hit that great group, we want to just dump everybody into one and have zero intentionality. And I think once we get that in particularly clear, then we can really be strategic about the processes that go into place to make those communities thrive.
0: I love that. That's a fantastic piece of information. Uh, and I love the strategy. But you know what is the number one reason why you've seen communities fail?
1: Mm, I think number one reason is honestly exactly what I just said. People come in with the voice and they come in with a vision for a community, but they don't have the vision for the community and so therefore, I call it the pyramid on two sticks. <laughs> mm. um, if you and I right now were able to see this this I have this um uh, this uh, what I call the profitable community paradigm. If I were to be able to share that with you, it looks basically like a triangle, right? It has six parts to that. And oftentimes the top two sections are to build the community and activate the community. But there are four other layers below that, that oftentimes communities don't have. And what, that's why I call it the pyramid that's built on two sticks. If we had a full pyramid, it would have all those six layers that are a part of that to design up the community with intentionality and strategy. But when we just hit that create group button right after we've had the vision and we know our voice in the marketplace, then it's as if we're just leaning a group on, with, a, with a wing and a prayer and two little sticks, one being the voice <laughs> and one being the vision. <laughs> and it's wobbly. Nothing can last uh, and, and stand sustainably on two sticks for very long. Right. So we got to be really clear and, and um articulate about what it is that we want. So the other four layers, I will I'll just go through them very quickly. The first layer is what I call the, the three Vs. That's your vision, that's your voice. We have those two sticks, but then then we we cement it all together with our values. Right? We bring it in. Those values are critical if we don't have our values in place and we know what those are then we are actually really losing out on the power of what this community experience can feel like. And that leads to the layer right above that which is our experiential value. Most of most of us when we're building community aren't thinking about what is the culture of design that we're going to be bringing in? What are the rituals that we want to bring in? Because when you're really building an actual community, we want to really make it feel like a home. It's as if you're coming into somebody's home. And you know, Dan, if you and I had our houses side by side to each other, Ultimately, just because we're two different humans, we would have very different feels in our home, right? And some people will love the way in which you do home, and some people will love the way in which I do home, and some people love the way we both do home in our own different ways. And that is the power of the experiential value piece when we really are spending time, intention, and really giving ourselves the permission to create a space that feels welcoming and uplifting and open to the right people that we want to have in that community with us. That, that is, that's a missing piece in most community designs from there. We're going to be looking at our profit path. And I gave you, you know, a brief idea of like lead generation communities and um, our our client retention types of communities. I do a lot more in-depth training on that in particular and really boil it down to about five different profit paths, three of them being lead generation models, and two of them being more client retention models or customer retention models. And once you get clear on that, that gives you the blueprint as if you're like building a home, the floor plan for how to design and bring in those pieces of value, those pieces of culture, pieces of ritual into the experience, the layer above that is your offer. What are the offers that are really inviting people in to deepen the work with you even further? And once we have that, then, and only then should we start building our community or redesigning our community and then activating it with the intentionality that we've designed underneath that um, and letting that shine through and through, through and through the whole entire community itself.
0: Great. Where can we learn more about this and how can people learn to work with you?
1: Great question. So the best way to do that would be to go to createcellimpact.com forward slash uh, checklist. And I'm going to give you that checklist, the the, the, the uh, pyramid that I mentioned to you. It actually has a checklist that goes beside it to see help you see where you're at with your community. Um, it's we it's normally a paid experience, but if you use um, Dan Janal, just his full name Dan Janel um, as the coupon code, you're going to get that for free. So I'd love to give each of you that access for free, um, and, uh, and then you'll get a little bit of a training, a little bit more training uh, to that process that I just mentioned to you, and you'll have access to that and see where you want to go from there with designing your community as an author.
0: Oh, great. Thank you. That's a very kind offer. I appreciate that. If you'd like to write, publish, or market your book in a flash, please check out more than 100 videos on our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janelle the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at WriteYourBookInAflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to WriteYourBookInAflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.